Is that is that on the website? Tell me it's not on the website. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Bobby Appleseed. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Appleseed. I gave you that nickname. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Look at that. I I don't know if I'd buy one. I need a I need to purchase a Metacast T-shirt. Yeah. Well, there's lots of different colors. I, I noticed that. Entry music. It's the Bob and Josh show. We have an interesting episode today as Bob got excited about one word. I mean, really excited. So we launched into a topic. It's all about how you dig yourself out of bad situation. Nope, scratch that. It's how you dig yourself out of the worst situations that you could be in. We're all going to find ourselves in spots like this. This episode will help you dig out. One step at a time. Before we go to the episode, if you're watching on YouTube, you see that QR code where you can buy the new Bobby Appleseed t-shirt. That's right. If you listen to the last episode, I promised we'd make a Johnny Appleseed t-shirt. Well, forget Johnny Appleseed. We have Bobby Appleseed. Get yours now. On to the episode. We were looking at all the different various topics that we could talk about today. And Bob just couldn't get past this one episode topic because he likes to say the word. Oh, so, no. It's such a, can I say it? Can I say, say it? it? Say it. So, and it's not related. There's a TV show that came out. So I've been talk. I've been thinking about FUBAR before I was aware of the TV show by the same name. So this has nothing to do with the TV show. Uh, but just FUBAR. FUBAR. Does anyone know what it means? I'm looking for someone someone to react. I know what it means, but what's it an acronym for? And be and be kind in the comments. I don't know. We don't want the critics to to do something nasty to us or the reviewers. Anyone? Rhiannon? No, no, no one's. There you go. Thank you. And and nicely played. Nicely played. Effed up beyond all recognition. And and we wanted to bring so I just I just I forgot that I think I think Fubar when I did I didn't do research on it but I think it came out of World War II uh, maybe before that but I remember uh, like Marines and things like that in the it, you know the Pacific Ocean in the theater there uh, were talking about that and and a plane coming back from combat being Fubard and things and so Josh and I. Mostly, <laughs> mostly Bob, <laughs> and Rhea, and I have my daughter picking at me. So, so everyone, so we thought about applying this uh, to that notion uh, to agile context. So, for, for example, and then we're going to get into it. When to declare that something is foobar? Uh, when to determine if I'm foobar, and how to unfoobar myself? I actually think that's a pretty interesting sort of little thread that we could pull on. And then when, and there's more and, and please give us comments or you know, put it in the comments. And then when did declare to determine if a company is FUBAR? And when Josh and I were talking this morning, we were using Twitter. I know I'm a little biased, but Silicon Valley bank and Twitter as examples of, you know, FUBAR. I'm sure there was a FUBAR. I'm sure there's there was FUBAR in the air at, at Silicon Valley Bank before. So, so uh, it's like a little flute, little food bars floating what, around. What's that? Well, yeah, exactly. What was that? What's that smell? It, smel it smells like food bar. 
<laughs> yeah, a thing I thought about is that a lot of people struggle with is when to declare or can you declare a product foobar? And the whole rewrite realm oh. that comes in. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff around that. That's a good one. You know what, Josh? So I entered the workplace in the early eighties, like nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when my I was first high. You were not five. But I was five. In nineteen eighty? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, uh, that makes me feel so freaking old. Uh, uh where was I going? Oh, uh and and in my first job there there was actually so I remember people uh, trying. I, I was part of teams that that went into like executive rooms, boardrooms, and and we presented this case to rewrite the entire application, right? I and I guess we were saying, you know, Fubar at that point. I didn't right. So they were Fubar apps, right? Yeah. Or yeah. or we were or we were incompetent or some combination. Yeah. But but. I remember like executive heads were exploding and things like that. It's like, you know, cause we would go in with like, uh, it'll take us 22 man years. <laughs> Imagine that everyone. And that was, that was the language, right? 20. Yeah. If you can invest in us for 22.85 man years, because we've done the plan. Uh, <laughs> we, we need to reinvent the entire app that, that drives 95% of our revenue yeah. <laughs> right now. But you know, the point I'm starting to make, I haven't, I was just reflecting. I haven't heard a team say that in 20 years, maybe. You know, that whole notion of we have to throw everything out. I haven't heard that at all. I heard that in the early part of my career. I was part of it. But that seemed to win. But I think there's still FUBAR apps, but maybe no one's talking about reinventing the whole thing. Yeah, there's, I see it. I see it as a discussion topic that seldom becomes a reality. And I actually end up doing a lot of coaching with engineers or engineering leaders that believe that's the only option and everything that goes along with that. And then you start talking about the reality. And I I have been that person too, just like you have early in my career. It was, you know, the only, the only thing we can do is to blow this up. There's no way to unpaint ourselves out of this corner. Okay. You You know what? I think the advent of agile real quickly yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. I bet the advent of Agile, uh, not not a methodology, but yeah. Agile thinking. Because if you look, if I look at the time frame, so we we moved from Big Bang thinking, again, there's exceptions. Yeah. Big Bang thinking to incremental thinking. Uh, and 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 I, I think that that was maybe one of the really positive things of Agile that's that's been sticking. Yeah. So what else you got on FUBAR? Well, I I was gonna see if we could like officially, like I don't I felt like we stumbled into discussion topics. Got it. So, okay. Uh, you know, if we want to do an official opening, not official, but something where we like actually declare and you don't fall out of your chair laughing. Okay. W- you would you that? take the, could Wait a minute. you take it? <sighs> Everybody. Bob is really uncomfortable on the left side of the screen. Wait a minute. This has him not talking. This is all I have to do. 
this is the greatest discovery in the history of my life. I just put them on the left side. I, man, I'm so happy. Put me back. I can't think and operate. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So this... let's roll. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So I'll start. Do you want to start us? Sure, Bob. I'll start us. I don't know what to say. No, I know. Okay. I'm going to segue us in. I got you. All right. I got you. Bob, what's one of your favorite words that you've rediscovered of late? Foobar. Messed up beyond all recognition. Yeah. Uh, you got really excited about that when we talked about this being a topic of conversation for episode 256. Well, I'm enamored, and my daughter pointed out that I'm so proud that, that I know that term. So, yes, I am proud of myself. You uh, should be. And, and then I like the way it flows off the tongue. It's almost like, like, duh and twa. No, it's not. It, for me, it is. Oh. It, ha it has the same je ne sais quoi as... <laughs> <laughs> that looked like it hurt coming out. <laughs> it did It did hurt. <laughs> So, All right, so, so foobar, but, which, but it made me think, but, but a foobar yeah. messed, okay, messed yeah. up stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I don't feel I can say foobar like quietly, but that's a whole nother discussion topic. Uh, I wish my dog would say something quietly. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Uh, all right. So what type of things get foobarred that we want to address? Let's start with people. And, and maybe not that extreme. I just want to start with people, not names. I don't want to name. <laughs> Who's your foobar list? No, but I, I think people, and and I want to maybe partially, I want to add, it's not permanently foobar because that's disrespectful. So foobar is a very extreme term when you're applying it to people. So I don't think people get messed up beyond recognition permanently. But I do think from a self-awareness perspective, people can get near near foobard and what i mean by that that you could get stuck in a company for example have you ever worked at a company josh and someone's complaining about the company and complaining about the company but they're not moving on they're just there uh until yeah. hell freezes over and things like that yep. so, so i think i'm using that as an example of someone who gets near foobard Right, that they're just not—they're not looking out for themselves. Uh, another example would be someone who's not doing self-care, the workaholic, right? In a company, the not—if you've ever probably you've never seen a workaholic, but but workaholics, right? People who won't take a break, uh, and they and they actually—they're even more foobard when they expect people around them to act the way they are. So I, I think those are two examples uh that that where people can get and and the thing is i i think the fubar revelation is um uh, it gets their attention because they're not looking they're not being reflective right so it's 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 like you, you know you need to take this seriously like take a like i think that the use of the term requires like a strong look in the mirror and say oh my god like like we were talking about the app is broken it's not functional. It's 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 at like a level of clarity, uh, not to fail. Then not to not to revel in the foobar, but then to get unfubard. I think. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the focus of this episode is how to unfubar whatever we're talking about. You know, and I for one have been 
Fubard after after well during the divorce i was fubar yeah you know uh, <clears throat> and it was just i i couldn't function now i knew i couldn't function and i knew i wasn't functioning which was frustrating uh but it but it did take a lot of effort to unfubar myself uh so it's it's you know it's a real thing for a lot of reasons whether it's you know, we've talked in the past about getting pickled, where you end up in a company culture that you knew when you started, you didn't want to be a part of. Uh, but it's yeah. that, you know, the frog that gets boiled, uh, that you kind of turn around one day and realize, oh, no, I've become a part of this culture that I said I never wanted to be a part of. So now, how do I extract myself to... Yep depression or other mental health challenges that come up as a part of what's happening in your life or um, just a workaholic type thing where there's something that is like consuming you and FUBAR is a strong term, but I think it's intentionally strong because of the effort that's required to remove that. You know, there it's, it's not a thing you turn on a dime and say, okay, now I flipped a switch and I'm better. Uh, it's going to take serious effort and energy to rebuild old habits or to shape new ones that help you uh, get to where you're trying to get. So that's, so uh, I think there's all types of ways where you can end up knowingly or unknowingly in a difficult spot as a human being and as a employee of a company or a leader or whatever it might might be so don't so don't take the foobar as like you know it's 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 over it's like okay so now you have to put real effort and energy and work and probably get help to claw your way out of that that's what i was going to and you were vulnerable there josh and i appreciate that mm-hmm. um but uh it, how do you get on foobard it's recognition that we're talking about, realizing it. And I think the criticality of the term or the intensity of the term gets your attention. Mm-hmm. And then and then ask for help. So one way to unfubar yourself is have the wherewithal. And this is hard for people, right? It's hard for me to ask for help in certain situations. Uh, it's It was probably hard for you to ask initially for help, you know, around the divorce and things like that. Mm-hmm. But But it's help. It's reaching out to people and getting help in community and things like that. So that's one, that's one way. There's no, it's not a, it's not a light switch, uh, but it's that way. I want to go ahead. And, and one of the things, if you're not recognizing it and someone brings it to your attention, you will likely reject it because you're already not seeing it. And this person that isn't living the life that you are is, suggesting there's some serious work that needs to happen but appreciate that person because they are willing to say something very uncomfortable because they really care about you someone that doesn't care about you is just gonna like put you off the side like okay yeah whatever but someone that is willing to stick their neck out there potentially risk a relationship of some sort and say like hey buddy uh, things don't look good. Like what, what's going on? How can I help you? And things like that. So really appreciate that person because they're, 
they chose to invest in you in a way that many people won't. And I hope I'm making Rhiannon proud. The one thing I, I was thinking, Josh, I lost sound for a second. It was me. I was playing around. With, I was playing with technology, and I should never play with technology. And you know that. Not I, even, yes. I was trying to operate technology. <laughs> While we're live. Great plan. While, while we're live. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, but I was, I, I'm actually, I'm thinking about using that term in my coaching, not excessively, but because it gets someone's attention, right? I, I think a lot of times folks obfuscate. Uh, so one of the neat attributes of FUBAR is it's extreme, wow. right? And and it, and it gets your attention. Like I can be coaching teams and things like that. And I can be too political or I can be, you know, I don't want to aggravate anyone i can i don't want to i don't want to argue so i'll obfuscate the truth or i'll tell them half truths i'm not lying i'm i'm tr i'm sort of trying to be subtle there's nothing subtle about fubar right there's nothing subtle about and then it opens the door for discussion around the nuance so right like you know there's two strategies i can i can get into the nuance and maybe i'll maybe i'll share the epiphany or not or I can share the epiphany and then do damage control and clarity, and and I I like I like the latter approach. I yeah, there, there's a there's a company that I'm working with where we've been through a situation like that, and I have a weekly discussion with the leader of the company, and you know just checking in to see how things are doing, feedback on the coaching I'm providing and everything that goes along with that, and yep. you know one of the things that came back was you can be abrasive at times. And I said, yes. <laughs> and I view it as a responsibility of me in this role to not undersell things to, to you because then you're not sure on the clarity of the issue. Is it really something I should worry about or not? So right, right. I over rotate on being clear and very clear and not everybody's ready for that it's one of those things where i talked about like someone has to really care to be able to say that and i care partially because um i want them to do well but it's like a responsibility that i have because they're paying me a lot of money and i feel like if i just like not half-ass it but if i don't give them the bare facts then yep. i don't feel like they're getting their money's worth and i just like feel bad so that that's, that's a that's a that's a challenge, and it's a challenge for people to to hear and react to. Absolutely, I mean, I think I'm, I'm going to. I don't know when, I don't know where, but and it's not now. I'm being serious. I'm not sort of triggering on the word, uh, and how fond I am of it rolling off my tongue, but more so like getting attention, being clear, uh, and it's not just project fubar. I mean, it gives me organizational. So, what are the what are the aspects that can be foobard? An organization can be structurally can be messed up. Uh, division could be structurally messed up. Uh, team culturally, could be culturally, it could be a foobar. Uh, there could be individuals who, you know, bless bless their hearts, but they they foobard themselves. Uh, you know, there's a wide variety. Um, I'm I'm continually. I want to see how you react to this. I'm continually in a state 
of foobarring and unfoobarring. It's almost like a black hole, right? I'm 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 resonating between foobar and then unfoobar a little bit. And foobar, I think. What you what mean, you like personally? Yeah, and, well, and academically, and emotionally, and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah and, and i think you agree right so i i'm probably in the unstate i try to be in the unstate more than the, <laughs> the, the, the i think we all do i think we all aspire to be in the unstate more than the not un you know the double negative makes my brain hurt but um yeah it's it's you know one of those things that i think i run into a lot and i know pre episode you and i talked about this a little bit is like products being foobar or perceived as foobar usually by engineers as we have to blow this up there's no way to evolve it Uh, the only answer to i think you mentioned something in the past was like 22.8 man years to like go and make this happen and pitching it to executives and saying like give us you know I don't know, uh, seven, eight million dollars, whatever the number was back then to like stop doing everything we're doing. Right. And rewrite this with the expectation that the rewrite is going to be better. And that's a, that's a very, 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 very hard thing to actually execute. And, uh, Hey, hey, Metacasters, anyone listening, David Seidenfrau, particularly, does anyone quote in, in man years anymore? Um, and um, you know, or man, man year points or something like that. Does like Josh, when I said that term man years, I don't know if that resonated with you so much, right? Because you were five at the time. Or something. I, I remember <laughs> being forced to forecast things early in my career in that manner. Yeah. And it was yeah. done in like Microsoft project with the world's largest Gantt chart. Yeah, and everything that went along with that. But, I mean, thankfully, I, I haven't heard people talk in those in those units in a long in a long time. Yeah. I yeah. I do think I do think that the conversation of Fubar, we've I, I'm going to toss this out there. This increment right. So the Big Bang fix versus incremental fix. I do think the shock value that like nowadays we lose the shock value in communicating yeah. to execs. Or this is my question. I wonder if we lose the shock value that the app is really screwed up, but because we're talking incrementally, I don't know if we're being clear about the risk, right? Or whereas what we need to throw it out was a very clear was a very clear message. Uh, you know, it's clarity like this is not sustainable. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if we should foobar now. I wonder if we should bring it back or some view not the term but this notion of you know what we need to reinvent the app and we need to do it faster or more thoroughly than you know from an integration perspective what do you think i don't i don't believe there is a product out there that can't be evolved to a better place just dropping everything and doing the rewrite which I've been a part of, and I've been hired to do things like that. Uh, I don't see that as a successful path for, you know, dozens of reasons. That's easier to say that like, Hey, let's just like throw this away and start from scratch. That's easy to say, easy to believe in yourself that you're going to crush it. But the reality of executing that over a long period of time and actually getting, and 
the thing that always messes things up in the end is the parody word of, well, we have to wait till we have parody with this thing that took us a decade to build. How are you going to get the parody in something that has a decade worth of evolution in some short period of time that isn't close to a decade? Have I opened up a wound? I think I've opened up a a wound wound there. Yeah. So it's, but, but you're missing real quickly though. You're missing and you still may disagree with me. I'm agreeing with everything you said. Yeah. There's, if I'm talking to execs and I want to get their attention, right? So if I talk about iterative evolutionary repair, so I have an app yeah. and it's, and it's, and it's, it's broken. It's foobard. It really is. There's no, and it needs, it needs a consistent focus iteratively to get better. Mm-hmm. The, the notion that I say foobard to those execs and I talk about it, it, it communicates a, a priority to repairing it it's it has clarity whereas if you just go in there and waffle on you know emergent this and iterative that i wonder if they know yeah (laughs) that long term you better (laughs) yeah yeah you know there's a danger of that i I wonder do you think Uh, yeah i think providing that clarity we're foobard we're foobard but But we're going. We're going to do the emergent hokey pokey dance, right? And iterate and converge. But we're foobart. I don't like that you mocked the emergent approach, sir. No, no, no. that's an open wound. Oh, some people like the hokey pokey. Come on, no one likes the hokey pokey. No one does. I'm in a mood today. I don't know why. Does anybody you... in chat actually like the hokey pokey? That's what I that's what I want to know. And please be courageous. If you love it, say it. Like say maybe, it. Yeah. Somebody back up Bob here. <laughs> he he could use a win. But but do you understand what I'm there's yeah. this balancing act of and it's only a communication. I am not saying to big bang delivery, but there's a clarity of that. For, from an executive, I, I've been an executive. They have, there's an attention thing. There's a problem, like getting their attention, making sure they understand where things are. Uh, and it's not just the communicator's, you know, responsibility. It's also the brain of the executives. Have, have They have to be tuned into things. Wow. You're getting uh, chat. Stepping up, I like it. Yeah. What? What other? Yeah, yeah. Look at you smile. What? What other? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. Uh, what? What other aspects? Let me go back to our notes just to see when did. Oh, we we missed an important topic. We want to dive in here. When to declare that a company is Fubar? Like what are the detectors around that and what to do about it, if anything? And we've we've talked about this in the past, but it's, it's important nowadays. Company cultures are really shifting, right? Um, some some you know, like what is it? Uh working from home is being taken away aggressively and things like that, right? Or working remotely. Uh, and I'm not saying that's the only dimension, but lots of layoffs and things. So any thoughts about that, Josh? Um, you know, trying to come up with something that's universal that you can look for 
indicators that I've seen before. And let me take this angle from as someone, I'm assuming if you're listening or watching to this, you live in the world of a software product that you are a product leader, you're an engineer, you're a leader for a product of some flavor. When the solution to generating revenue is to go buy revenue. So you go acquire a company that does something similar. And the easiest thing for them to do to generate $50 million is to go buy that company and all of their revenue that comes with them. And if that becomes a recurring theme and you see a lack of belief in or investment in you and your product team, then I don't know how to get more clear about that from your perspective. I don't know that, that like there are plenty of companies that can operate like that and be fine. But for the general demographic that watches and listens to us, that's a scary situation to be in. I, I would buy that as an indication. Uh, FUBAR rationale to lead. I, I was saying if, if the company broke their word multiple times so for example not walking their talk and not one step but you promised me this role and and you you lied to me basically or something like that there's sort of i i'm i'm thinking of ethics and and sort of core practices core principles um i'm not being as picky as you know picking the wrong feature so you know companies leaders are human companies are going to make mistakes but there's sort of the tactical side, but there's the core essence. I, I would I would consider a company. I would start considering them foobar and ir, you know irreparable if they're broken on the inside. Ah, I'll say it that way: if they're broken on the inside, right of the of the leadership team. Yeah, what I, do you think? I have a strong belief in success of a company being tied to meaningful core values yeah because at that point you know who you are as a company and who you aspire to be it doesn't mean that's who you are but that's yep. the that's the that's the the thing that you're chasing as an organization as a group of people operating this is who we aspire to be and I get really nervous, really uncomfortable, and I'm trying to see in my mind if it qualifies as FUBAR if I walk into a company or I'm helping a company or I join a company and there are no core values or anything like that. It's just kind of like this is, we are. And I like the guardrails of these are the operational norms. This is what we expect from each other. And yep. I think this is one of the situations where the value is in jumping to FUBAR as a label to draw the attention to the issue at hand and make sure it gets the attention that it yep. deserves rather than me treating it like a beach ball and just kind of like bouncing it out there lightly. Let's like throw the fastball and yep. say like, here's the deal. Uh, Dave, Dave uh, Seidenfrau said something in chat. He said, if the executive team stops speaking the truth, and the people know it. It's Fubar. Um, <laughs> Isn't I mean, that amazing that like the people always know, yet yeah. executives think 
there's wool being pulled over people's eyes, but yeah. the people always know. Yeah. They could smell foobar in the air. <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. <laughs> we should make a scented candle. <laughs> the foobar <laughs> candle. Yeah, I think uh, I think I can put that in the store. Yeah, exactly. I and again, I think there's a you know, Fubar. So a lot there's a lot of sedentary. I, I want to see how this lands with you. I, I think people have a tendency to stay longer than they should in ge- in my in general. Just it, it, it's almost like a general phenomenon. Like you it's fubard, but you you're you're finding ways to convince yourself that it's not fubard. So you're almost putting on your sunglasses or your pink glasses and and looking at the world. And stay so uh, so how do you like detection or recognition or what or or the ability to realize I don't know to take action like something about unfubarring yourself is about having the courage or kicking yourself in the butt to move on like maybe even having a fubar scorecard where like ten checks no, no, you know what I mean? So you you don't have infinite boxes to check. So if you're staying there forever, you're you're you know, you you're checking boxes every day. So maybe literally we create a Fubar scorecard where you just check the box and and if there's too many of them in a row, it's giving you an indication that it's time to go. No matter how much you convince yourself that it's yeah. not. It it starts bringing reality in front of you. Yeah, I think there's has to be something to just as we've talked about with the heaviness of of the term, there has to be something that jolts you and gets you to like shake your head and say, whoa, what just happened? I should probably pay attention. I should probably do something here. And it can be someone else leaving or something like that that makes you uh, start to realize. And I've seen that where there's one intrepid soul yep. that leaves first. And then everybody's like, wait a minute. Are you telling me I don't have to stay here? And then there's this like fast follower mode where a bunch of people leave. Could we call that? And I'm just trying to stay within the theme here. Could we call that the foobar effect or something like that? I feel like you're you're trying. Am I over? Hard. Am I yeah, trying too hard? I think, Am yeah. I? No, no. I'm just leaning into the bar, babe. Come on, come on. I'm <laughs> don't leaning call me, babe. in. Don't call me, babe. <laughs> you know, there's there's at least two things that trigger you, right? Clearly, this clearly triggered you, and then and and just your face is like, ah. <laughs> and yeah. then B- babe does the same thing. Babe, yep, babe, yep, yep. Yeah, the best was your you daughter's react to that. Like, Bob, you don't do that. And it's like, yes, yes, I do. Do you do, do you play poker, Josh? Do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, your face is pretty expressive, though, right? I you you need to like. Do you wear like glasses? No, I don't do that. No, no, don't do that. Okay, no. All right. Have we have we explored the food bar enough? Do you think? I don't know if this was one of our best episodes. I may have over been overzealous with the term. Can, you were, can you, can, you were can, a little excited about the term. I, I was. Once you said that, 
and was like, can we do this? Can we do this today? Are we going to do this? Can we do this? I was like that little, <laughs> I was like that little rodent bouncing around you, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Look how red I'm getting. It's true. Come on, Josh. Come on, Josh. Come on, Josh. <laughs> so to wrap it up. Uh, can, yeah. Can you not only wrap it up, could you, could you bring some professional excellence to this topic and, and help it land? Bob, 256 episodes of this. I'm pretty well practiced at that. FUBAR is a strong term. We recognize that. But we believe there's moments in time where you need to be that strong with your wording to get people to get that jolt, to get shaken the bit that they do to say like, hey, really listen here. This is really important. And to talk about it. And then it's hard. Once you're there, once you recognize it, that's like one percent of the work it's a big percent right getting that first percent is huge but 99 percent of the effort is to extract yourself from the situation or to evolve yourself your team the company the product to where you want to be and get help that's one of the things that we talked about is you likely have never been in that situation before so you find yourself in a situation you don't want to be in, you're not exactly sure how you got there. You'll figure out eventually, but you're scratching your head like, gosh, I'm not even sure how it got here. How the heck am I going to get out? And that's where a lot of us have been through similar problems. And that's where there's peer help, mentorship help, professional help that can help you chart the path to wherever you want to be. Nicely played. Can I add one minor point? I Please. think it's it's the look inside yourself too. We talked about that. The MI Fubard, and not in general, not totally, but for example, if I'm a leader and I have poor communication ability and I'm not being a clear communicator, I'm not being a good storyteller, I'm not taking the time for that, you look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm Fubard in communication and what am I going to do about it to become a better leader or whatever areas. Mm -hmm. so so compartmentalize the foobar is what i'm saying and and look inside yourself we all have areas for improvement and we so, sort of soft pedal them right well foobar a couple of those things to motivate you to like work on those areas to get yeah. better at whatever your role is yeah it, to, to me making that statement is it makes it priority number one and yeah. it's clear that, okay, yeah, there's lots of things I can work on, lots of things I can do do to get better, but I'm going to put those to the side right now because this one's really, really, really important for me to focus on and Im improve on. Absolutely. Josh, you know what happened? I rambled. In fact, Steven said it. I am, Bob is concerned that this episode is foobarred. I was a little bit, and it was my own fault, so I foobarred myself. It's like a, a foobar recursion or some, of some sort. So <laughs> I couldn't help that. But 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 in all seriousness, Josh, you landed the ship. And for that, I thank you, sir. You bet. I so thank are you we... for the opportunity to dock the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I would laugh at that. <laughs> so from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina. And from beautiful downtown Fuquay Verena, North Carolina. I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake. Take care, y'all. <laughs>